Hey guys, this is Emma from The Horse Cure, the podcast for those of us who know that horses really are the cure for all that ails you. Next in our Adoption and Rescue Stories series is a wonderful interview with Teresa Beatty-Jerome. Teresa's message is so positive and real. She and her daughter have adopted two thoroughbreds through New Vocations Racehorse Adoption, and because of connections made during one of those adoptions, had the joy of bringing home another young thoroughbred. Teresa shares all the fun things this family of people, horses, and community have been up to in the last year. I hope you enjoy her story. It just, it it was, and my boy, my off-the-track thoroughbred, came from Florida, so he wasn't having it. Like, we're in, we're in oh. southwestern Pennsylvania. The first time it snowed and got really nasty, I tried to get him out of his stall, and he kept shaking his head like, hell no. Mm-mm. I'm not I'm not coming out. This is ridiculous. I don't even know why you think you want me out there. Yeah, Mom, are you crazy or something? What's the deal? <laughs> well, and him and Bubbles. Bubbles is 17 one. He's a big boy, and they were like two drunk men out there standing, <laughs> leaning on each other like this ice is horrible. Everything's horrible right now. <laughs> But they managed to, they've managed to make, like they had fluffy coats. They wintered well. We did have to blanket them, but they did winter well. So, you know, we'll call it a success. (laughs) That is too funny. I know it. It takes a, takes a little bit, but you know what? God ends up preparing them and they puff out this big thick coat and you're like, Hey, nice. That that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we we would tease because bubbles. How long his neck is? He's just he's just this huge, beautiful racehorse. He is the epitome of a racehorse. Aww. And everybody teased him about being a giraffe because we have this picture of him looking at himself in a mirror, and his neck looks extremely long in it. And then, so then he was kind of like the barn ha ha later because he went from giraffe to woolly mammoth because he's this huge beast. And he was it was his first winter coat ever so he was so fluffy <laughs> I love so he's we're, we're figuring it out he, well I mean I've had horses my entire life but I've never had off the track thoroughbreds so this is a whole nother level of experience for me yeah well yeah and that's what we're chatting about today so you have adopted is it two thoroughbreds or just the one I have three thoroughbreds two are off the track thoroughbreds that I adopted through new vocations And then the third one, Johnny Boy, he is from one of the breeders that we adopted from after after we had adopted Bubbles. The breeder reached out to me and was like, hey, you have our boy. I'd love to see how he's doing. Since then, her and I have become really good friends. And Johnny, when he was prepping for the sale, for his yearling sale, he got double barreled by a filly, broke his truncator in his right hip. And they thought that they were going to have to put him down. And the vet said, let's just see how he plays it out, had him in a sling. And through having an amazing breeder and an amazing team that was willing to try to make him better, six months later, he was cleared. They said, don't rule out racing. And she was like, he's already a year behind the curve and I'm not going to be responsible for him having a catastrophic injury on the racetrack. But because he's Tappet's grandson, she was worried that somebody else would buy him and then race him anyways. Right, right. So she reached out to me and she's like, because I'm a licensed behavioral specialist and my daughter is going to school for recreation therapy and equine facilitated therapy. Oh, wow. So she reached out. She reached out to me and she was like, I know what you guys do. Help me find a placement for this kid. I looked everywhere. <laughs> Nobody wanted an untrained one-year-old thoroughbred. Nobody wanted him because... Okay. It's a lot to take. And I did finally found somebody that said, you know what? 
I'll try, but she was like, we're a nonprofit organization, so we can't own him. I talked to the breeder. She said, well, I can't own him and him be off the property because of, you know, the liabilities associated with that. So she, the breeder, mind you, from New York, drives him personally all the way down here and handed me the jockey papers and paid for his one year of his board and said, help him be a therapy horse. So ta-da, I have a third horse. Wow. That, wow. Just that's, that is the best about, you know, this networking and, um, and getting to know people and having this community of, you know, adopters or people who are just so pro horse, you know, whether it's adoption or purchase or whatever, just being pro horse is awesome. So Patty, the, the the breeder of both Bubbles and Johnny Boy, she really is, well, you know, she's in it. It, it pays her bills mm-hmm, and she does, sure. well, you know, she's a, a great, a very successful breeder, but she really is because she could have, his beginning price tag was 200000 and she handed him to me and paid his board. She could have found somebody that would be willing to pay for a horse, you know, making a late start in the racing industry. You know, and I, I'm loving, Teresa, the more people I talk to about, you know, with adoption, with all of these um, interviews I've been doing, it's so great. The more people I talk to, the more are sharing really positive race industry stories. And I'm so thrilled because really, I kind of had a funky taste in my mouth about the race industry too. You hear the bad things and there are bad things but there are also really good things and great people who desperately love their horses and really want to do the best that they can for them absolutely well that's how we found new vocations was a friend of ours that my daughter that is now getting ready to go to like she's she's getting ready to graduate from high school she was volunteering at their stables i work with janice and elena was volunteering at their stables because they do the sulky racing the Mm -hmm. yeah the harness horses here and Yeah, harness horsing. And they retired one of their horses to new vocations after they had given it to a friend and he wound up not being well taken care of and everything. So they retired him new vocations. So they were the ones who referred us because they knew us as horse people Mm -hmm. and Elena had taken care of their horses. So that's how we got in touch with this adoption agency. And the adoption process was very thorough. They still keep in touch with us, which I feel good about, not because, you know, I I clearly have nothing to hide, but every three months they get in touch with us. We send them pictures. They joke back and forth with us. They post them (laughs) on their website. Like it's, and they got us in touch with Patty because Patty reached out to them and said, you know, I'd really like to see how Bubbles is doing. And here we are a year later with an amazing relationship with somebody that we ironically did get to meet because she brought Johnny Downs to us. Yeah. But she's told Elena that if Elena winds up with her own therapy place at some point in her life, that any of the horses that Patty has that she is ready to retire that have that that charisma that would be beneficial for the therapy world, mm-hmm. that she would give them to Elena. Oh, wow. What a gift for yes. the horse, the breeder, and um, the therapy joint, you know? I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. It's like the big picture is Patty feels confident in us. And, you know, some horses have that charisma that would be beneficial. Some horses really should not be bear- therapy horses. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's okay. Right. But that's what this Johnny boy, he has charisma. He just barely turned two last week. So he's a baby baby. He's a baby. But he he has this charisma. He loves nuzzling. And Aww. he loves, and he's, he's, a mouth, he's a mouthy two-year-old. He likes to bite, but he doesn't bite to hurt. He bites to play. Sure. He'll grab hold of your zipper and zip it up and down. He, <laughs> he'll grab hold of my daughter's long hair and almost pull it 
and then smile at her, like literally the lip up and smile at her, like, <laughs> ha ha, I almost gotcha. So he does have that charisma that he's going to make a lot of little kids smile and a lot yeah. of people happy. You know, he, we've got a long journey with him to get him from being a wiry little thoroughbred colt to a therapy horse, but he, he is doing amazing. And both of our boys, like eventually, I think over the summer, we're going to be bring Johnny from the therapy center down to our horses for a little bit, bit of decent because he hasn't really had turnout since his injury because sure. it's, we, you know, we don't want him to get double barreled in the hip again and wind up with something horrible happening. So, and our horses are not aggressive. They're more like, hey, let's go eat. Hey, <laughs> yeah, they're not real big. I don't want to say they're the bottom ones on the totem pole here at our barn, but they're the ones that really don't take part in any of the, they'll run. Oh, any of the other horses decide to run out there, our boys get out there and show them, oh, you want to run? We'll show you how to run. <laughs> they can outrun everybody. But when everybody starts biting and kicking, our horses go off to the side. They're like, yeah, we don't want any part of that. Yeah, yeah, not that silly. <laughs> <laughs> They'll do it with each other, but they leave everybody else for themselves. Teresa, what made you think to adopt? So you talked about kind of getting your introduction with new vocations. Why not just go and purchase a horse? Why were you looking at adopting? Because I, having the friends in the in the racing industry, I saw the other side of it. I saw some of the horses that weren't taken care of because, you know, we would go in the paddocks at the races with them. But I also saw racers and like the trainers and owners out there with them. And I thought, what an awesome, because horses live 20, 30 years, depending on a lot of things. Sure. But what an awesome after because my daughter we now she she plays with the barrels a little bit she does a lot of trail riding but it's more about her having her horse and that connection and it was an investment in her future because she plans on going into equine facilitated therapy Mm -hmm. we were referred to new vocations and new vocations they have profiles out that you can read so much on them and then you get to talk to the trainers before you know while you're even just considering the horse to see if it's a good fit. And then you talk to the trainer and the trainer actually tells you, you know what? I don't think he's really going to be a good fit for what you're wanting. You get to know everything about their health because unfortunately, just like in, whether it's a car or anything like that, you wind up with people that just want the money and can sell you a completely lame horse, all of those kind of things. So through new vocations, they have basically like a money back guarantee. We could have kept bubbles for two months and sent them back within three months for, I would have had to pay for the shipping, but mm-hmm. you know we would have gotten our money back or been able to have a credit towards the next horse or whatever. Just that reassurance of it being a good fit and him being a healthy horse and all of the things, because it was an investment. It wasn't just, I have no desire to flip horses. I'm not trying to. So that what they offered, we knew he did have a bowed tendon, but he was rehabbed and released to go back to race after that. But, you you know, we know that about him. Right. We're able to see videos and ask questions. And the trainer that was with Bubbles, now we've had Bubbles for a year now, and the trainer still keeps in touch with us. Like if we ever have a bit of an issue with this out or the other, I can text her and she'll say, hey, try this. This worked for us. Blah, blah, blah. You know, so they become not only just somebody that we adopted from, but they're a resource to help us make sure that we're successful with this horse. That's awesome. That really has got to like just inspire so much confidence in you that, yeah, you know, things don't always go exactly how we thought. And so, um, but there's a backup. We we know a way right. we can find some more information here. And that's how we wound up with 
shot, which is my, Elena's horse, his JC name was Chasing Bubbles, and mine is Heck of a Shot, and that's how we wound up with my horse. My horse is more sure-footed. He's not as skittish. He's not as afraid of things like Bubbles, and we got him to give Bubbles the confidence out on trail riding that he needed, and both of our horses eventually will become therapy horses. Probably not so much Bubbles, just because he's so tall. He's he's intimidating, but definitely, eventually, they will, will both lean towards being that because that's what Elena's future is. I love it. So so what are you guys doing in like your day-to-day with your horses that you've adopted? And with Johnny Boy too. This is I love his story too. I've been following you guys on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> tell me tell me kind of what day-to-day looks like and tell me how that compares to what it looked like maybe a year ago, right when, you know, you got your horses off the trailer. <laughs> well, when we got bubbles off of the trailer, mind you, I have had quarter horses my entire life and I lived on a ranch in New Mexico. So, <laughs> racing industry is wholly oh, totally different. Thoroughbreds are totally different. All of it is just a whole new whatever. Elena had been taking care of horses at the barn, so she had proved herself to be responsible enough to take care of a horse. That's mm-hmm. why we decided to invest in Bubbles. She went through all of the profiles, found the fit. It was it was a good whatever. The people come to deliver him. They didn't get here until three o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> so we go, we show up. We're both exhausted and we go to get him off. And the guy goes, what, you don't have a nose chain? And Elena was like, oh, dear goodness. What did you bring me? Right. Like, <laughs> and she's like, no, because she just had the rope halter. Yeah. So we brought him off and he went into his stall and he was a little nippy at first, but it took about a week that she just went every day and pet him and just he didn't particularly like being groomed at first, but she just with her hands and the whole whatever. And within two weeks, she had a hammock set up in his stall and was reading a book about the retired racehorse. And he would swing her and lick her. And (laughs) it was like having a 1200 pound puppy. And this boy went from being skittish and afraid of everything to anything Elena tells him to do. He will look at her for confidence and go. Oh, wow. He, they have, everybody teases at the barn that she is the Indian kid off of Spirit oh, yeah. with her with his horse <laughs> because Bubbles, Bubbles is afraid of everything and she'll walk past it and she'll be like, come on, buddy, you're safe. And he's this huge seven, she's five foot three uh-huh. and he's 17 one and he just follows her like a puppy. He'll follow her around the barn. <laughs> He takes her phone out of her out of her back pocket and will throw it on the ground. <laughs> they have they have this amazing relationship. Every she she does yoga with him and he'll stretch yoga do what yoga with card. her. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's it's great. But I walk in and he just looks at me like, "Bring me my food." <laughs> Give me your I'm daughter or your food. Yeah, yeah, I'm an acceptable food provider, but that that's my role, and <laughs> the rest of it is whatever. <laughs> She walks up and he prances around like a little stallion. Oh, I love that. That it, and it just took time and and just being it, with him. Well, and it's funny because they, you know, reading up and being a part of the off the track thoroughbred industry. Now, you know, I'm on, I I follow a lot of things on Facebook and stuff, and it's teeter totters on almost being cult like. It is very, it's a very tight knit group that is very supportive and very resourceful. And I see a lot of people talk about liberty training, mm-hmm. which is funny because. Elena did that without realizing it was a thing. She just (laughs) got in his stall with him and spent time with him. And she won't ask him to walk over a barrel unless she can walk over the barrel too. And it's 
funny because that is actually a thing. And she was just doing it because she needed him to trust her. And they have this amazing relationship. And same with shot because I didn't get shot until the end of August. So we only had about two months of decent stuff before the ugly weather set in. So I did a lot of click training and Liberty stuff in his stall with him because he had horrible stall manners, would bite at you and everything. And now since the winter, he lets me braid him. I can sit on the ground and he'll like lick my forehead and do all these (laughs) weird things. So he, I mean, it's just been a slow get them into what, you know, what is expected in our stalls and our barn. But we, on a good day, yesterday was a good day. We we're able to lunge them and get them out in the arena, run them around. We get them to kind of weave in and out of each other. Elena wants to try to ride them side by side and just doing, but it's more leisure stuff. She did consider competitive trail, but when the RRP stuff was coming up, she didn't feel like Bubbles was ready and she wasn't going to do something that was going to sabotage progress with right. him. So we just didn't even think about it. We just kind of, it would be neat to go look at, but we're not going to put him in that situation. She's had a few trainers come, but more for to help her understand his mannerisms, not for like exact training purposes. And Johnny Boy, he was barely haltered. Like you could put a halter on him. Leading him around was tough. And we, that Sam Clifton, the one that I have on the Facebook page, he has been working with him. He now has a girth on him and has him with a rubber bit. And that's only after four trainings. Wow. He is smart and doing amazing. So hopefully... We'll be able to bring him down to get him to interacting with our horses just to get past some of the initial stuff now because where he's at now, they have a larger variety of horses that have established herds. So getting him used to interacting with others before he's interacting with a hierarchy. But our life is pretty, pretty mellow. Not We don't do a whole lot of competitive stuff. Now Elena does. Like I said, she has a couple of friends that barrel ride all the time. When they come to the arena, she gets out there and does it with them. And truthfully, Bubbles could do it. He rides on her confidence. He really has a good relationship with her. (laughs) He really does. And he is, he's competitive, which is funny because he sees the other horses run and he's like, oh yeah, you know what? I I can outdo that. (laughs) I got a better time than you. (laughs) But he does get a little skittish around crowds. So she hasn't decided to take him into like a public arena or anything. Although one of the head people of the local fair has approached her because they want her to, because everybody talks about how good their horses perform. It's everything's about performance, but this guy, his name is Randy. He has approached Elena about wanting to do like walk, trot, canter stuff through voice because it's about the connection. It's not about his form. It's about the connection because Elena has him where she can sit on him bareback. And if she snaps her right finger, he'll turn to the right. If she snaps on her left, he turns to the left. Oh, how interesting. And it's just because she spends that much time with him. Right. So Randy wants her to do like a demonstration of the connection because yeah. it's not about it's not about Bubbles ability because he he was a stakes winner. We know he can run, but it's about the human horse connection that can't be compared when you have it. I love that. That's so exciting and what a huge gift for these horses who they could have any life and and many other good opportunities, but this is a great one. And you think, you know, sometimes like you were talking about earlier too, some of these horses could maybe have kind of a ratty life, kind of a rough, you know, used up till they're used up kind of one. Right. And, um, and yeah, you just look at this, this relationship building and people that I've had the privilege of talking with about their adoptions. It is 
so often about building that relationship because these horses have come from, you know, kind of some change recently, you know, regardless of what they did do, they've got, they had a big change. And, um, absolutely. Yeah. And it, it, it does take time to build that relationship, but what a gift it is. Everybody's loving it and enjoying it and, and loving sharing that part. So I'm so happy to hear that from you as well. Absolutely. Well, like shot, he came from Florida. He, I mean, he, he was in New York, but he was in New York for a very short period of time. He ran the Gulf Stream down in Florida and comes here to BAM. He's not in a, an English facility any longer. He's in like a Western barn that's <laughs> full of mud. We have mud everywhere. Right, right. Like regular people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so he went from one extreme lifestyle to another extreme lifestyle. And we went slow. I have a physical disability. I have uh, permanent nerve damage in my right leg. So he's my legs. They. I yeah. just received a diagnosis that, that it went from just oh. what is considered nerve damage to an official nerve disease where it's progressive. It will stay in my leg. It won't go up into my hip, but it will be completely debilitating at wow. some point. So shot will be my legs. Yeah. He's my, when I want to go for a walk and can't, I will ride. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you'll get to yeah enjoy all of that with him and, and with your daughter and her horse life that sounds like her future as well. How exciting. Yes. It's, it has been a very good experience. You know, I hear some people get frustrated with the adoption process because it was, it was quite the process. Process. But I feel that they had not just what was best for their horse. The horse was clearly their priority, but they were making sure that we were a good fit for each other. And they did a great job with both of us. And then obviously it turned into a resource for Johnny and that project that we are now on and he's doing amazing and everybody's really excited about the progress of Johnny. <laughs> yes. Well, okay. So Teresa, share with me his, um, so I can't remember it right off the top of my head, but so the Facebook page that is um, dedicated to Johnny and his progress, what is that called? It's called Johnny Boy's Journey. Johnny Boy's Journey. Okay. So, and that's yes. been fun to kind of check out and watch and, you know, it's pretty new yet, but I think that's going to be awesome to, to keep an eyeball on. Yes, absolutely. Sam, the person who's working with him currently, he actually messaged me last night and he said that Johnny is going to be such an amazing horse because even though he was out in turnout, he saw Sam come up and he greeted him at the gate and it, it's for training. He's not he's not fun, Sam. Like we show up, we have treats and he's happy <laughs> right. to see his owners and everything. But Sam shows up and he knows that he's going to have a lunge line and a whip and we're going to go work and put the girth on and all these things. And he still came to him willingly, went in, you know, never fun and kicked and did all of the wild two-year-old things that he was doing in the beginning. And like I said, we're only, I think this is the third week that Sam's been with him. And there was one week that he only got to work with him one day because of the weather. So we, this is very fresh. He's very new in the training with Johnny particularly. And he, he is a smart, happy little boy and he loves attention. Like he oh. will do all of the lunging and all that other stuff. And he'll come to Sam and want him to, like he'll put his head down <laughs> for him to scratch his forelock. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so he, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot to work with. You know, if you have a horse that doesn't particularly like treats or doesn't particularly like to be scratched, to reinforce good behavior is hard because you have to find something that's tangible for them. And Johnny loves everything. He loves any attention you're going to give him. He loves snacks. He loves <laughs> everything. He's, he's happy to work. And the other 
the reality of it is, is he's been a two-year-old stuck in a stall basically since July because of the hip injury. And he was on a farm with a lot of other two-year-old horses, so they weren't able to put him in turnout except with, he was in turnout with a calf a couple of times when the weather wasn't too brutal. And then he was trailered down here. He had never even been off the farm that he was born on. So yeah, he's had quite a change, but he's responding so positively to it. How exciting. He really, he really is. He's doing well and he's, He's happy. He's, and he's a barn favorite. Everybody loves Johnny. Even, even the people that are a little afraid of him because he is a two year old. Yeah, right. <laughs> when he decides to kick up, boy, he can kick up. <laughs> yeah. He can spin around pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so for somebody that's not used to that, it, it's intimidating. Well, yeah. But he, he's a, he's a barn favorite because he has that charisma of silliness and happy. So he's going to be great. It was just a matter of, taking it slow and making sure that we don't have another injury and and his owner she follows the Johnny Boy's journey as well she comments on almost every picture I put on there she's a very active participant in Johnny yeah right (laughs) Oh, well, this is good. Teresa, thank you for sharing your stories. It just, it's so real. And and that's what I would love to just be able to share with everybody is that it's not always perfect clockwork, but it is this awesome opportunity to build relationships with your horses. And then, yeah, you get this great community that comes with it. And that's so cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is great. Well, I'm excited to follow your Johnny Boy story. Do you post about (laughs) your other babies, Bubbles and Shot? I do. On my personal, I put stuff on there constantly. My daughter, had all of her senior pictures done with bubbles. Oh, okay. That's going to be pretty stinking cute. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> and he's such the he's this big, massive, gorgeous horse, and she's this sweet little tiny thing with long, <laughs> like brown hair. And so many of the pictures, you would never know he was being a turd when she, he didn't want the pictures to take, where he would put himself in between her and the photographer. <laughs> So she couldn't take pictures of Elena. It was ridiculous. But when you look at the pictures, I'll actually post some for you to see. Okay. You can see the connection between her and Bubbles. Actually, one of the pictures has been submitted to Equus Magazine as like the retired racehorse thing. Okay. And they emailed us back and said that they wanted to use it in one of their upcoming issues. How exciting. Yeah. And it was just my mom said, this picture, I can't not send. It in. So oh, I love that. I love that. Okay, well, it's going to be fun to to follow the journey then. Absolutely. Thank you so uh, much. Yes, Teresa. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Teresa. What a positive story. And are those lucky horses or what? Horse ownership is such a gift. There is so much to learn, and sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's a breeze, but it's always rewarding. Whether you purchase, adopt, rescue, or raise your own. Find people you trust and respect to help and encourage you on your journey. And be that encourager yourself. There will be links in the show notes about Johnny Boy's journey and new vocations. So head over to thehorsecure.com to learn more. Thank you, Teresa. And thank you for listening to The Horse Cure. Thank you for listening to The Horse Cure Podcast, the podcast for those of us who know that horses really are the cure for all that ails you. You can find more information about each episode and more podcasts at thehorsecure.com and by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 